More than 500 peaceful community members attended the vigil organized by the Nevada City chapter of the Coalition for Racial Justice on Saturday. There were no clashes between those attending the vigil and counter-protesters this time around because of a violent attack on a march organized by the same group on August 9th, a risk management team was formed before this event to ensure the safety of the protesters and leaders and assist in de-escalating any violent or aggressive behavior from counter-protesters. I spoke with a member of the newly formed risk management team after the event to find out how it went. We are not here to police anyone. We are community members that are committed to nonviolence and committed to de-escalating situations and making sure that our leadership is safe, that the people that come here, that the local elders are safe, that the children that come here are safe. So those are our priorities, is just to make sure that we create this peaceful place for our community to come together. And it was very peaceful today. Um, it doesn't seem like there were any disruptions. There actually were counter people all surrounding us in different spots, but because we have a team of very well-trained de-escalators, they were able to help remove and keep them to the side, keep eyes on them, and just do things with their body to symbolize you are seen, we see you, and they did step down. But there have been people all around Nevada City tonight. Are there things locally that you could participate in to get yourself trained, even as somebody who plans to be at these kinds of events and wants to maintain the peaceful a situation that we had here today. Yes, we really recommend for people to take de-escalating tra de-escalation trainings. It's very helpful for the movement. Uh, there is a group of elders that is putting together some trainings and videos that we don't have um, information on that right yet, but hopefully that is something that we would be able to post um, on our Instagram. The coalition encouraged those planning to attend the vigil to bring flowers, flameless candles or art, and to support local businesses by eating or shopping in town, which many attendees did after the event. I spoke with several of them about what led them to be there that day. Pretty much like generational racism in our country that's uh, sustained like this whole superiority complex throughout a white culture primarily. You know, growing up in this community especially, I've witnessed it uh, firsthand on many different accounts and for a long time, you know, I didn't know how to address it. And uh, I feel horrible about that. And the more and more I think about it, the more and more I realize the only way to address it is by head-on addressing racism. And uh, systemic racism is one term for it, but it's racism as a whole that's like infested our country and we need to make a, we need to make a stand against it. Especially in the current times where it seems it's come to a head. I was up in Portland and I firsthand witnessed police that were out grabbing people and uh, taking, you know, kidnapping them in a sense off the streets and in Washington what you saw was an influx of police and, you know, people out on the streets hiding what they were trying to do because of how much oppression and how much uh, resistance they faced from our government towards uh, the cause, the BLM cause and supporting POC. I'm super glad I came out today because this was really inspiring. I definitely want to stand up for what's right right now. It's been really hard because of social media and and just coming to realize how divided this country is. I have a daughter who lives in Atlanta. She's married to a Liberian man. 
and they both are Trumpers and they and they believe that the Black Lives Matter movement is wrong and I'm just it's like so amazing how far apart we are and we really need to start somehow coming back together you know we're never gonna all agree on everything but we've got to get to a much better place well, some of the things that have really come to light, have been uncovered, is the racism and the very subtle racism that uh, we live with. And I am guilty, too. You know, I, I recognize that I um, have fear that I shouldn't have, you know, when I've seen a black, a couple black men or something. And it's like there's nothing that is founding to that. So I really got how we've been raised in an environment that has kind of wired us to have be afraid of someone that's different. Attendees took a knee as the names of unarmed black and brown people killed by the police were read. Malik Graves, Kamal Flowers, Lewis Ruffin Jr., Philip Jackson, Michael Thomas, Richard Brooks, Kane Van Pelt, Donald Ward, Brandon Gardner, Taryn Jamal Boone, Skylar Young. Reverend Rafe Ellis of the Sierra Center for Spiritual Living gave an impassioned speech about privilege and responsibility. This is our job. Our ancestors created this and if we are going to be good ancestors to our next generation, it is our duty and our privilege to clean this up. And a powerful performance of A Change Is Gonna Come drew cheers from the crowd. This is Allie Lightfoot for KVMR.